And here we go, Northeast Podcast. Guys, this is another exciting sports short. We're going to recap what's been going on in the Bundesliga, tell you why you should care about the big game this week. We're going to talk about sports documentaries and how the NBA could be back sooner than you even can believe. Here we go, Northeast Podcast. We're here with a little sports short this week. We're desperately waiting for sports to return, just like all of you guys are. And uh, that's why we're doing these each and every week as we prepare. We give you some news. We give you some things that you can be watching. Um, so here we go. I'm, I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty well, man. I'm doing okay. Just had a fun chat with you guys. This yeah, we kind of started on that first pod. We had a great first mm-hmm. pod this week. We talked about shows and movies that we've been watching. We talked about uh, Metal Stand, our favorite sodas ever. And we started a new game called Northeast Rates That, where we just rated random things. It was a lot of fun. So go back, check that episode out. It will cut a big chunk out of your day while you're vacuuming or avoiding your family or doing whatever you're doing. Um, check it out, Nordy's podcast. It's a really good one this week. I think you guys are going to like it quite a bit. Agreed. So here we go. We're going to dive into a little sports short today. Before we do that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe on Podbean, the podcast app, or Spotify, and get Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week. We are here. We are entertaining you. We are giving you topics to discuss with your friends. We are giving you things to troll people about on the internet. We are giving you things to annoy your family with. Spread the word about your favorite podcast, the hottest podcast in all of Northeast Minneapolis, the Northeast Podcast. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. All right. So, guys, beer time. We were drinking awesome beers earlier. What are you guys drinking for this episode? I'll go first. I'm drinking uh, Strata. From Fair State, I think this is a kind of a throwback to last year. This is a single hop, double dry hop, hazy IPA, six point two ABV. Um, just like anything and everything that Fair State makes, it's fantastic. I love this beer. Nice. So I'm back to Barrel Theory. I'm drinking like one of their like really hazy thick IPAs. It's called FOMO uh, Citra Vic Secret Hop, seven point two, dude. This brewery is so damn good. They can make a ton of different amazing and different beers. Totally agree. I'm back with our good friends over at Modest in Minneapolis. I'm drinking Sippin' and Forgetting their Coconut Lime Berliner Vice. Um, this thing is fantastic. This is a delicious beer. Modest, wow, do they do it well. They've won beer of the year, brewery of the year for us at least once. Uh, and they're always going to be a contender because they do it at the top level. So, wow, what a good beer this is. The Berliner is, like, sneakily one of the most underrated styles, and uh, mm-hmm. those people over at Barrel Theory, the people at Modest, are all kind of uh, making them really well. Um, I know Barrel Theory's been doing it for years, and definitely I think more people are going to make them, especially in the summer. They're so refreshing. They take, like, just these bright fruit flavors. So tasty. All right, guys, so a little Bundesliga check-in. No, no, no. No, no, no. You guys aren't warmed up yet. Oh, okay. What do we got? We, you guys, yeah, you got to stretch out a little bit. Look, 
I think it was seeing all the, like the behind the scenes stuff, the last dance. It got me thinking about all the partying that these guys are doing. What professional group of athletes do you guys think parties the hardest? And it, it just, you can't, you got to define it yourself and answer the question. Okay. I'm going to go first. Um, I think this is an easy answer. Um, really? A couple come to mind for me. Um, I think hockey players um, probably party the hardest at their hotel. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they go okay. back to the hotel. I think they're like, they're doing I it. I can't like, disagree. That seems I think right. Like how um, all of us did it from ages like 17 to 23 where we like had a bottle or bottles and then like mixers and a cooler. Um, I think that that's what NHL players are doing. Um, I think baseball players are really boring. Uh, I think golfers mm-hmm. are really boring. Um, I think that the NFL guys um, are probably going hard, not in the season though, because the season is so short and in your face. Um, mm. I think that the answer is for sure the NBA. I think these dudes are going hard and especially depending on where they're visiting, if they fly into Atlanta or Miami or LA or Chicago or New York or DC or Houston or any of these big cities. Are you just going to go through and name all the cities of the different? (laughs) It doesn't matter. I do. It does bother me that I feel like NBA players don't think of Minneapolis as a place to party. So they're like, Oh, I got dude. I'm just going to party hard in like Chicago because we're going up to Minneapolis after that. I can rest. Yeah, no, you no, know, I, that. That I want them out. That should give some extra wins to us. So they party after those games. Um, they're going to the strip clubs. They're going to the clubs. They're partying. They're drinking. Um, the last dance was just a taste of that. I think that that's kind of the NBA lifestyle. I think these guys are playboys. I think that they're having a blast. I think that they're living the best version of their lives, and they're living kind of wild. I think they're sleeping. I think some of them. I think it's always a mix, right? I think it's like who's going to be the high-profile people out ripping it up and that's you know there's a lot of people in the nba now that you think are all partying and they're like i just play fucking video games with my friends online and shit you know so it's a mix i would go with hockey um i think these dudes just fucking go hard as hell all the time with all different shit i don't know i just think that like the way the game is you can just fucking get all fucked up night before and then just go out on the ice and just skate around and hit people i don't know does that make sense? No, not really, but that's how I feel. Like I think I think you can do it. You're not going to overheat because you're on the ice, you know? Just go for it. So, I I agree with Eric's take on the NBA. I think that's the that's the number one. Um, I don't think NFL is very high because it's so structured with regard to like the coaches sort of owning and they've, and they've got like curfew and they call and they check in on the rooms. I think the NBA is a little bit more lax, especially with like days off. You have so many days off between games. I think the NBA guys definitely party harder than, than any of the other leagues. Okay. All right. If you guys feel warmed up, we can move on. It is settled. All right, guys, here we go. We're doing a little Bundesliga check-in. So last week we gave you guys a whole roundup of the Bundesliga and what's going on. Um, all the way from those bottom teams of Paderborn, Werder Bremen, and Dusseldorf, and uh, all the way up to those top five teams of Borussia Mönchengladbach, Bayer Leverkusen, Red Bull Leipzig, Borussia Dortmund, and Bayern Munich. Um, and so this week, most of those top teams took care of business with Leverkusen, Leipzig, Dortmund, and Bayern Munich all winning big um, by at least two or three goals each. And the, the thing that we should be watching for this week 
is the massive game, the biggest soccer game that we've had in months. Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund on Tuesday afternoon. Perfect time for it. I'm sorry, Tuesday, 11.30 a.m. Oof. Oh, no, I bet you guys will all be busy. No, well, I'll, be, I'll be working, but yeah. Working, where you can have a television on in the background. Dortmund hosts <laughs> Bayern Munich. Dortmund hosts Bayern Munich. Dortmund is four points behind them. A win for Munich ends this season, and it probably makes them champions. A win for Dortmund makes it a one-point um, gap with just eight games to play. So the whole season is kind of on the line here. We should all be cheering for the home team, Borussia Dortmund, who has been fantastic since coming back. Um, this is a huge game. This is something we should get excited about. This is something we should be like talking about on social media. Hmm. You guys plan on watching this game? I, I want to care. Like I, I want to. Dude, there's no sports. You just gotta. You got. You just gotta make yourself care. I'm going to have it recorded, and I'll probably watch it later. I'm sure I'll – I think I'll watch it, dude. I think I'm just going to be sitting around. Um, Munich and Dortmund are two of the – I mean, if I was saying at minimum, two of the top 15 teams in the world. Um, Dortmund, I mean, I'm trying to support, you know, Bayern Munich and all that, so I should definitely watch this. I, I think I will. I, it's going to be great. I mean, you got to be so upset because you have Munich going to win the title. You have Liverpool going to win the title. You're probably really bummed out that um, – the French league canceled, so you couldn't cheer for your team PSG to win the title there. But they were just uh, yeah, yeah, and you know if if NBA doesn't come back, the Lakers, you know, they don't have the chance. That's my team there too. So yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm a little worried about my Patriots. I, I actually was thinking, you know, maybe the Bucks might be some place I should look. So, um, I would say that this is the most must-watch sporting event that has happened in the past three months. That's how exciting this should be. Okay. All right. You're selling me. Um, there's a ton of big time talented players. Um, Lewandowski from uh, um, Bayern Munich, um, Serge Gnabry from Munich. Um, you know, they're loaded throughout the midfield. Leon Goretzka, uh, Cointen Tolisso. Uh, I mean, they're just front to back. They're, they're the best team. One of the best teams in, in the world. And then Dortmund obviously has uh, Holland, the young Phenom striker Jaden Sancho, the Phenom uh, English winger. Um, I mean, loaded with young talent on that team. So this is a huge game. Both teams only have four losses on the year, um, and they're duking it out for the very tip top of this league. Leverkusen and Leipzig are within shouting distance. Munchen Gladbach as well, and it's a five-horse race. And uh, hopefully, it's not a one-horse race after Tuesday. So everybody's just cheering against Bayern Munich. They're the favorites, or what? Oh, Bayern Munich has won the title every year since 2012. Oh, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I didn't know all that <laughs> like, when I picked them. I was like, I just, I was like, I like their kits, which is so important when choosing a team. And then I was like, oh, I was in Munich one time. It was pretty cool. And so then I was like, all right. So I didn't know they were so dominant, but that's perfect. I love it. Um, yeah, they are dominant. They've won the title every single year since 2012. Dortmund has been their only foil. And hopefully Dortmund and their amazing stadium, which would be a real, real, real home field advantage if they had fans there, um, can can hang on here and, and can make this thing a race to the end. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, big event from this weekend was um, Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning teamed up uh, in the pouring rain 
to duke it out with longtime rivals Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Uh, came down to the very end where Tiger and Manning held on to win by one hole over Phil and Brady. Um, people loved the trash talk, how candid these guys were, especially uh, Mickelson and uh, Manning, who people just love um, their banter and their commentary on things. Eli Manning was part of the broadcast. Charles Barkley was part of the broadcast. They tried to make this a big event, and they raised $20 million dollars. Um, for COVID-19 support for I don't know who, but hopefully someone important. Um, so these kind of events are great. I wish that these events happened more often. What do you guys think about that? Ryan, where are you at? Um, I thought it was cool. Like I wish that the rain had held off and so we could have a little bit more uh, you know, microphones in and amongst Tiger and Phil and, and Peyton and Tom. And we got a little bit of that. I thought it was enjoyable, but also the golf was like pretty bad. Um, just because you have amateurs in there, uh, you know, realistically. So I, I enjoyed the, um, the reason that they were doing it, but the golf itself was much less compelling than, than what they were trying to accomplish. I think people loved that they were amateurs and people actually enjoyed watching Brady struggle with something. I think like the fans loved the fact that Brady was mashing balls into the woods and like, you know, was, was counting strokes. And like, I think that the human part of it where people were like, damn, that's how I golf, you know, like, I think that's what people really liked. And I think that sometimes when people kind of put their egos aside, uh, it makes for some really compelling television. And so, um, you know, especially when people can do these things in the name of uh, charity. Um, it's really fun. And especially when you can kind of get some of that candid conversation that these people are having. At one point, um, Manning was giving um, Brady a hard time about people he had lost to in the Super Bowl. He brought up um, Eli Manning and then he said, uh, and uh, Nick Foles. And, and uh, Brady said, wow, that's a low blow right there. And then he was like, oh, you think I'm mad about this game, but I, what really hurts me is the Eagles. And uh, another time, um, Brady threw Manning's Tennessee uh, driver cover onto the ground and said, they haven't been good since you left. You know, and like these guys just kind of trash talking each other and having fun was really, really, really fun. So I liked it. I would love more things like this. Um, I think the best case scenario is we bring in former and current pro athletes and do American Gladiators. <laughs> I think Gronk would be the first one that would sign up with that. He'd probably host it and compete every single time. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I guess, uh, you dude, know. I don't know. Like, dude, I, I mean, I, I appreciate that you are pushing for this and I, I'm sure it was fun. I'm sure I, I maybe would have enjoyed it, but I don't know. I just didn't have any interest. I just didn't, didn't really care. I like when they do like little ESPN promos and shit. They're both charismatic ass people that are funny can host SNL, all that, but yeah, I mean, golf plus like non-essential golf to me killed it. All right, and finally, um, basketball coming back. Um, rumors are it could be in Orlando. Before, it was only thought to have been in either LA or um, Vegas. Um, basketball is coming back. We just don't know exactly when. Uh, how excited are you going to be for a shortened NBA season or just an NBA playoffs? Um, what are you guys most looking forward to with the NBA coming back? I think just 
just having a plan is the most exciting part. Um, how it all shakes out, I mean, that just sort of remains to be seen. But I think just having, you know, some semblance of this is how we're going to operate things when it's been kind of radio silence for a long time is an encouraging sign. So I'm excited to see what they come up with. I am so excited for the NBA. I cannot wait. I hope it's fucking kind of weird, but works, right? Like, I hope it's like in an empty gym and we can just hear everything they say the whole time and they just play hard as shit. And it's like really epic and it works. Like that would be so fun to have it be really competitive and fair and everyone like, you know, enjoys the process, but it also to be a little different or more intense or fewer games or just something different. I'm so, I'm pumped. So who are you guys cheering for to win the title if it just goes to the playoffs? Probably the Bucks. So your favorites, um, one, two, three. I'm going to give you your top uh, six favorites who are pretty heavy favorites over everybody else. Um, teams missing the cut, the Nuggets, the 76ers, Jazz, Heat, Mavericks, Nets, Pacers are all kind of on the outside looking in. The teams that have a realistic shot are in sixth place, plus 1,600, the Houston Rockets. In fifth place, plus 1,500, the Toronto Raptors. Fourth place at plus 1,100, the Boston Celtics. And then your three teams that are heavy favorites. Third place, plus 300, the Los Angeles Clippers. Second place, plus 250, the Milwaukee Bucks. And first place, plus 200, the Los Angeles Lakers. Right. So out of the favorites, do you guys want an L.A. team to win? Or would you rather... I want to win. Ah... Dude, I would, I would choose between LeBron or Wisconsin. I hate Wisconsin. the 76ers. I would love for the Lakers to beat the 76ers. Um, I would love for the Lakers or the to Heat. It would be great to see them beat Jimmy Butler. That'd be so cool. But no, I mean, I'm I'm kind of a like Giannis is amazing. Like he's fun to watch. I want to see him play a lot of basketball. I'm like versus LeBron in the championship. That would be must-watch TV. I'd watch all seven games. Yeah, yeah, it'll all be excellent. That's the thing. I just I want it to happen. We need we need the NBA. It is coming back for sure. I'm confident about that. Um, but it's just when exactly what it looks like. Um, I'm up for whatever. I just really want it. Um, and then speaking of basketball, we've all had our basketball fix lately as we all watched The Last Dance. Um, one of the great documentaries of all time and so my question to you guys is with all these documentaries coming out none of them can really match the last dance and how good it was Um, but you're getting um, possibly a Brady doc you're definitely getting Lance Armstrong I mentioned on our podcast earlier that there's an Undertaker doc out Um, is there anyone a team a person an event that you are really interested in seeing a last dance style documentary about I'll go first. I'm gonna go first. The, the, the one I want to see the most is actually a local one. And I'm not being biased. This is a person I would be interested in if they were local or not. And that is Randy Moss. I know there was Randy yeah. University as a 30 for 30. It was beautiful. It was brilliant. Um, but Randy Moss as a troubled person who got in lots of trouble, who had charges against him, who had all of this criminal record, who you know grew up in an area, ran to West Virginia. Mm-hmm. People... Uh, grew up to go to prison you know it was the it was the the school to prison pipeline that was happening before people's eyes there randy moss and his elite athletic ability 
uh, got him to Marshall University where he dominated. Uh, eventually got him drafted too low in the first round of the Minnesota Vikings, where he is arguably one of the top two receivers in the history of the NFL. Um, he leaves Minnesota on terrible terms, great cash homie, trying to run over the traffic guard, go with the Oakland, goes to New England, back to Minnesota, goes to Tennessee. His career is wild. It's all over the place. I would love a documentary about Randy Moss. Okay. All right, I got one. Um, oh, man, Mike Tyson, right? So he's kind of resurging. He can have all these interviews. You could interview him. He had the craziest career. I mean, you could make each one of those fights, the build up to him, the the knockouts, the knockouts, and like so many in a row. He had the craziest career. He was so scary. He was so such a scary fucking person. And then he bit, I mean, he bit Holyfield's ear. So you get that in there. Um, dude, they could make an amazing Mike Tyson. No, I'm all about that. That would be great. I love Mike Tyson. I think I think Mike Tyson has gone from, um, I, I don't want people to think this is my opinion, but I think that um, the way the, of the world has changed so much from the early 90s where he was like a, a big, scary black man. And he has now turned into someone who is human and funny and creative and interesting. And I think that like the ideas of mental health and race and um, all different things could be a part of a documentary with him that would be really deep and interesting. And I would love to see it. So um, he has, he has lived for, you know, 30 years of, of, sports and pop culture and he would be a perfect person to be in that ryan you got one well none as compelling as mike tyson i don't think um i was i was trying to think of like a, a really like under the radar but like also very prominent nba player that you'd like to hear about their career because they it, it took so many twists and turns and i was thinking about like ray allen um yeah but maybe he's kind of like a boring dude because he's like, I've never had a cheeseburger in my life and and that. But like between well, like Ray Bob, Allen starred in like that Spike Lee movie back in the, you know, yeah he got game. Yeah, he got game. So he would have an interesting story to tell for sure. Yeah, I think that would be kind of cool and interesting, but I would much rather watch the Mike Tyson documentary. Well, I mean, I think that they're picking up on the fact that long form, you know, storytelling like this MJ is you know, one of the greatest athletes of all time. So they're kind of starting and he had a really crazy weird story. So they're the, kind of starting with the best the, here, but. Well, the only, the only difference between Mike Tyson and Michael Jordan is that Mike Tyson, we've sort of gotten a pretty good glimpse into his personal life. Right. I mean, there's, yeah, there's been, you know, a he lot of MJ has been like, under the radar like you've never been able to like pull back that curtain ever mm -hmm. and so this was like that first foray into that okay a few others i would love to see um gosh i would be really excited about a sosa mcguire one yeah. i think they're doing that i'd be really excited about a barry bonds one um okay i think i would be very excited about anything with lebron because i love lebron um but yeah there's just not too many of them i mean it's really difficult and there's just not very many people who just transcend um sports and pop culture um you know it's pretty rare air to be in those places so um yeah i hope we get more of that stuff 
Um, 30 for 30 does a great job, but this last dance was beyond all that. So hopefully we get some more in the near future because we all know how much we need um, some quality sports and quality television in our lives. So, guys, that is it. That's all the time we have for this week. Go back, listen to our screencast. Thing is loaded with good stuff. Things you'll be laughing about, thinking about, messaging, messaging us about uh, for the rest of the week. Um, and hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I know sports are still not here, but they're right around the corner. Everyone tune in on Tuesday. Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund in the, in the Bundesliga. Even if you're not a soccer fan, I think you'll enjoy this game between two major rivals duking it out for the title. It's just the kind of sports that we need in our lives. And the NBA just around the corner, Major League Baseball hopefully following we're right at the same time. Uh, sports will be back before we know it. So until then, thank you guys for listening to the Nordies podcast. Uh, we'll be back with you guys next week. More free episodes, more entertaining you guys during quarantine, and uh, more of being the biggest, the best, the hottest podcast in all of Northeast Minneapolis.